0: Yes, even more exclusive content from SportsKey to Wrestling on your podcast feed. And if you're enjoying it, why don't you just help us out and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you're enjoying? And also check out all the other content we have: Top Story, new episodes of it nearly five days a week. Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw with Legion of Raw. And every Friday night, Dutch Mantel covering SmackDown and Rampage, plus exclusive interviews and pay-per-view post shows as well. All on this feed. Brock Lesnar. Let me repeat. Brock Lesnar was supposed to be in a different championship match tonight. Roman Reigns gets pulled from the show hours before him because of COVID. And Brock Lesnar is your new WWE champion. Listen, if you're watching now, share the link or you stink. Jump into the conversation. We got a new WWE champion. WWE day one was quite the eventful show. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, indeed. Share that link of you stink. You heard me before. This is an eventful show. I know there are many people joining us for the first time. This was the one. This was a very eventful show with so many things happening outside of what actually happened in the ring, uh, really playing into what happened in the ring. Real life uh, influences the fiction of WWE. And this was, is this was something else. I'm Kev Callum. That is Jose G. Jeremy Bennett with you on Sports Keter Wrestling. If you have not done so, subscribe to Sports Keter Wrestling on YouTube. Every single Monday night, Vince Russo reviews Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown, and Rampage covered by Dutch Mantel. We also have The Bro Show with Diamond Dallas Page and Vince Russo together. Bro. Plus, exclusive interviews Bro. with the biggest names in the business, including many, many WWE superstars appearing on our <laughs> channel regularly regularly and then the three of us do us uh, do the top story monday through friday so hours and hours of content i would say a patreon's worth of content yes for zero dollars so go ahead and subscribe to us on youtube and thank you for joining us here on facebook as well uh you'll get your comments on screen sound off i know we got diehards who already got their own uh, take on everything here uh some people say an awesome pay-per-view tonight we want to know your review of the show give us it the one to ten on tonight's pay-per-view we will run down the entire card but Man, let's just jump right into it here. Uh, You know, people already calling Brock Lesnar the New Day Killer. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is the second time he's taking a title off a member of the New Day here. Yeah,
1: Uh, and people freaking out about it. Uh, Gentlemen, uh, the the next underground album that Brock Lesnar is about to drop. (laughs) The New Day
2: Killer, featuring Migos. Uh, so, I mean, Jeremy, you and I it's did a breaking good. news
0: video earlier, right? before yeah. the Pre-show started. Yeah. Uh, WWE did the, I think the right thing. <clears> they <throat> tested their talent before this show. Rowan Reigns came up with, with COVID. Uh, he tweeted out, we will have another match. You will see him perform on a big level like this again. Uh, and then they immediately say, well, guess what? You're still getting Brock Lesnar and you're getting him in this title match, which at that point was already a, a wild one and a four way. And now you had this whole other element. They treat the entire show with everyone cutting promos about what do you think about Brock Lesnar being in this match, and everyone has their piece. And they get video packages to everyone. They really buffered up the show with some video packages, I think, because they knew they had to cut that uh, that Brock that Brock Roman match. Um, but this was something else. This was a wild, wild main event that went at a very, very fast <clears throat> pace. Almost everyone shined. They definitely made it seem like the world versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs>
1: And, it really was, right? It's yeah. it, it Just like everyone was, on, um, even from the get, like the as soon as Brock Lesnar entered that ring, KO, Seth Rollins just started going at it. It was, it was a very entertaining uh, main event, and it didn't go very long, but it was still very entertaining.
2: Yeah, the energy of that match was insane, and nobody would have thought that this match was going to go 9 minutes it only went 9 minutes it didn't like, feel it felt very fast but it didn't feel that short when you say it we had a uh, you know we had a report from Sean Rossap just as we went off the air uh, on that breaking news thing before uh, the kickoff show or as the kickoff show was getting going and it was saying a lot of these matches are going to have some time so we expected this match to be in the 30 minute range not the 9 minute range but it was pretty crazy how how the, just the energy it never stopped and it delivered it was a lot of fun
0: uh, people chiming in, uh, Pratik saying the, the main event was great. You enjoyed it. Uh, give us your 1 to 10 rating. We always ask you for a 1 to 10 rating. Nathan gives it a 9. Uh, Jimmy Lee, he didn't like it at all. He gives it a 3. Mark loved it. He gave it a 10 out of 10. I wish the main event was longer. Uh, and Jarrell giving it a 9 out of 10. Uh, and a lot of people just chiming in here. You have Brock Lesnar, once again, the WWE champion. I don't think this is like a Brock Lesnar title <laughs> win from years past where it felt kind of overdone this one was shocking it was surprising it came together very very quickly
2: uh and it seems like fans are really into this mm, they are but i'm seeing a lot of fans on the i've seen a lot of fans around very upset the, at the the way they kind of did big e now again kind of like much of what they did with kofi I, mean, they, I think they wanted a longer run with big e i think they wanted a, a defined title win some sort of big win which would have been this match and i i do see a lot of people upset at the fact that uh that lesnar took this from biggie tonight
0: how much do you think that played into brock moving into this match at the last minute jose
1: uh i think it played a big significant part because i you know nick Khan was very adamant there's been a lot of reports that they wanted day one to be a significantly big show <clears throat> with roman not being on this show that just it, it, it pulled everything else that so they needed to they needed to pull the trigger on something big and this was it And I'm totally okay with it. You know why? Because this is a different version of Brock. I like that he introduced himself in his own Paul Heyman way, you know, saying that I'm going to win the championship tonight. That's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. I'm like, oh, he's winning. Yeah. Uh, So that just brings me back to the question I asked you guys earlier when you guys were doing that breaking news story. Now this sets it up. Do we get a unification title match? It's only inevitable. I, I think it's inevitable.
2: There's a lot of ways you can go off of this. You could do the unification match at WrestleMania between Brock and Roman. Uh you could do that dream match that we've been all, all been waiting for with Lashley and Lesnar. You I think do they missed the Rumble. Yeah, I, I think they missed out on, well, yeah, Big E probably going to get a rebatch at the Rumble um, in that. So um, I think they missed out on a big moment, though, of just having a stare down with Brock and Lashley. That would have gotten such a big pop from the audience. Their first interaction was Lashley spearing Lesnar through the barricade. But I think I think if they would have had some sort of clean in-house and then staring down in the middle of the ring. I think they missed out on a great opportunity there. But otherwise, uh, you know, otherwise everything in the ring was, was tremendous on that main event.
0: It was uh, certainly a, a wild situation that WWE was put in, and I know people are going to be mad about Big E. I think Big E will be okay. <laughs> you know what it'll I mean? I, I don't, I think, think, I don't think this is the same as Kofi, you know, losing in seven seconds to Brock on the first no. SmackDown where they wanted something shocking and surprising. It was shocking and surprising that Roman was pulled off the show. It was shocking and surprising that Brock was kept on the show. It was shocking and surprising that he did this, but I don't think... Um, Big E was fed to the monster in this way. I don't think he was trampled or anything like that. This is a chaotic match with all these other people. I do think maybe someone else could have took the pin besides Big E. Um, But the problem with that is that would have laid up Big E versus Brock down the line. This isn't Big E versus Brock down the line. You have to Mm -hmm. think of the storyline. WrestleMania is coming up. Uh, If everyone's mad at me because they think I'm I'm burying Big E, I'm not. But obviously, Big E is not in line for Brock next. They tease something with him and Lashley. They had some really serious physical interactions between these two, but it was very limited. Mm-hmm. And then when he put that hurt locker on him, he almost <clears> got <throat> him and they sold like, Oh my God, Lashley's going to tap out Brock. He's going to put him to sleep. Right. And, and you saw MVP with his hands raised the, at ringside. just is managing his, his beautiful man of his God of thunder is now going to, bring this mythic beast he has eluded he has him for ages to his knees and win the wwe championship back. i felt and like they teased it at the end of the night as well
2: i felt like though they didn't build that up that clash is they didn't build it up because because you been, had three other guys in the match because we'd been wanting this for so long these yeah. two guys to go at it i don't think, I, I
0: think you can still get to it you can still get to that man. Yeah,
2: I, I just this is the first time they did it. You can only get one first time. I think they could have built that up a little better, uh, with that. Because we've been wanting this for some for so long. I think that first physical clash between those two could have been built built up a little bit just like i said maybe a stare down in the ring or something like Tot that. todd
0: laney checking in here he gives it a 10 out of 10 he loved this show give me brock versus bobby at the <laughs> royal rumble and once again give us your review of the show guys on a 1 to 10 scale what did you think of wwe day one and don't give me a rating if you didn't watch it there's a lot of you uh <laughs> poo-pooing on wwe or any wrestling for that matter if you don't if you don't watch it here uh, I, I want to talk about, uh, this, this wild finish here, but I mean, what about this Roman reigns situation? I know you and I covered it, Jeremy earlier today, but Jose, this came together. Uh, and I, I'll say this. I don't think there was a huge negative response by this. This Atlanta crowd was still really, really invested in the show. This was a hot sold out crowd that was invested in a lot of different things on this. There were a couple of moments in the night where they cooled off, which is fine. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I thought they were really investing in the show and they didn't seem like they were, uh, you know, like it was stunk up that Roman wasn't there.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it, it was weird because uh, Rico was here watching the show with me tonight and uh, we were kind of like listening to some of the crowd chants. And I think, uh, it was, uh, I think it was I think was the Madcap uh, Moss match where they were just saying uh, like the, the most PG chant. Uh, like, you can't do that. No, I think it was uh, The Miz. I think it was uh, it was The Miz. Yes. You can't do that. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I've never heard that chant before, but it's entertaining. It's a way to kind of keep the crowd engaged. Like, you don't have to be vulgar about it. Uh, but, you know, the Atlanta crowd was definitely engaged tonight. I don't think uh, if Roman would have been there, I think it would have been hotter. But the fact that we got Brock Lesnar tonight, the alpha male of our species, and the brand-new WWE champion – I think that uh, that kept the crowd invested.
2: I was surprised at how quiet the crowd was for Edge and Miz, though. That was they the got only... into it though. They that were they the... were because yeah.
0: they they wrestled a different style than everything else you saw on the show. They slowed things down. Everything <laughs> mm-hmm. else in the show was bang 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 bang. Tag teams all over the place. People flying out of the ring. Ha, ha, ha Right.
2: And they had to slow it down. Breaking and, news and... from yeah. WWE. Uh, breaking news: uh, Drew McIntyre has suffered a cervical neck strain. Whatever a neck strain is, but uh, with several contusions upon contusions upon further evaluation, the medical staff will have a follow up with an orthopedic cervical. Specialist. Contusions is the best kayfabe medical condition.
1: Cervical neck, <laughs> cervical neck strain. So that's sound, uh, like right it, over here, your cervical spine. I, I have a cervical spine injury, so I know what that is. So, but yeah. you know, se- several cervical neck contusions. He, he got, uh, yeah, that's that's story he got line.
2: he got pilmonized.
0: Uh let's get into other matches on this show. Uh the kickoff I think had a strong strong match in it. It was an eventful match on the kickoff Ooh. as we got Cesaro and Ricochet versus Sheamus and Ridge Holland. Ridge oh, Holland. Oh you're talking about the
1: fatality on Ridge Holland's face? Yes. Bloody. Uh so Rick, Ricochet is
0: doing uh, is is going to do the kind of like platform a spinning leg drop, right? Someone's gonna help him flip into a leg drop, and that's what that's what. Nah, he was was trying, gonna I think do he was
1: trying to do, like. trying to do a four fifty. I thought it. four, yeah, four like fifty. Like a standing four
0: fifty in the ring, right? Yeah, and he yeah, landed it on his like leg drop. Four fifty.
1: Yeah,
2: he, he landed like on a his, leg drop where he landed his foot, on his feet instead yeah. of landing on his stomach, and his feet
0: landed on Ridge's face, <laughs> and, and it was pretty brutal when you saw the replay of it. His uh, nose,
1: dude. His nose was immediately, flat.
0: immediately his gush gushing blood. Immediately, he's out of that match. Immediately it turns into a two on one and Seamus wins. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a pretty strong performance by Seamus and everyone involved kind of rolling with the punches because maybe there was something else involved there. Maybe this was gonna be Ridge's moment to shine and get a big win, his first real win on the main roster, uh with Seamus at his side. Uh and they rolled with the punches. Strong performance by them. Don't I know I I saw a lot of people complain about oh, this is so below Seamus and Ricochet and Cesaro to be on the kickoff show. You guys got to understand there's a lot of people to see the kickoff show. There's a lot of people. I mean, that isn't me just being a WWE apologist. That's me saying like, this was still a very good match. I actually thought this was better than some things that were on the main card. It wasn't like better than the main event or the -hmm. the wonderful match with Liv and Becky, which had an odd ending. And we'll get to that. Uh, But this was strong. Uh, Moving into the main card here. uh, What what do you guys want to jump into first?
1: Let's talk about this. uh, This incredible tag team matchup for the SmackDown tag team titles. The Usos versus the New Day, King Woods, and Sir Kofi. Man, that matchup was crazy. These guys always deliver. They got the best chemistry. Uh, we've seen this matchup, I know, several, several times. But I have to say, besides that they were in the cell match that they had years ago, I think this was probably one of the their best matches. I mean, finishing with the D1, the, tri- the tribute to the 3D, amazing. Yeah. Nobody was expecting that and uh, and i think that, i thought it was a very very good match usos went over on that and it was just very good
2: yeah you got the tag teams the best tag teams of this generation and basically in the ring here you've got 1a and 1b with the usos and the new day uh it <clears throat> it completely delivered i mean the double splash with that near fall, with Woods getting in there to break it up, that was a great yes, near fall. Absolutely great. And of course, uh, the three D, uh, you know, that got that got uh that got a little uh, a little props from Bully Ray on Twitter as well. Of course, uh, uh, Devon is a producer an agent backstage there so he probably gave the usos the blessing for that and uh probably that's something they may be using a lot more going forward and uh as usual these two will never stink up the joint and um i thought there would be a change here but uh you know at the same time uh the usos do still deserve to be champions as well you can't go wrong with either way
0: uh, I love this match. I know some people were complaining about it. Some people I respect at the rest of the opinions were complaining about this tonight. Uh, saying that you've done this match too many times. And they have. They've done it a lot.
1: They have. They have. I'll, take, uh, I'll
0: take it any day of the week, man. But I'm with you in that. Same journey. here. Because when here. the match is good and the crowd is into it and you get the spot to open the show, that is the Second most critical thing on a pay per view, yeah. is the opening spot on a pay per view. You could argue that you know Cesaro and Sheamus opened the show for the live card. That's that's true, but you know semantics, right? Main event pay per view, uh, it's the main event or it's the opening match. Oh, those are the, spots, those anymore, are the spots. Those are the spots you want to be in. Those are the they're spots you want to be
1: in. though. They're they're called premier live events <laughs> now. Who uh,
0: cares? Yeah, I, <laughs> know, still I saw people bitching pay-per-view.
1: about that. Who who?
0: cares. It's modern media. This is a streaming event. This isn't a pay-per-view.
1: Stop a premier, acting like it's, it's a premier live eight. event, Kevin. I'm still oh, going to call my it a pay-per-view. Oh, like, I the pay my 69 I'm dollars a month so I can quarter. get my pay-per-view. It's I'm a old pay-per-view. School. I'm 45. I've called yep. it a pay-per-view since the 90s. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call my cable company so I can get my pay-per-view. I don't want to get no premiere live event. Shut Man. up. Enjoy I'm it.
2: still going to call it a pay-per-view, though.
1: Sure, I'm going to call it a pay-per-view, too. Who cares? We know what it is. They're going to be called PLEs now.
0: This is like when people argue about, I don't mm. like with the, how they change
2: someone's pyro.
1: Shut up!
2: That sounds like a- <laughs> like, like, like,
1: <laughs> what are you wasting your time on?
2: It sounds like a... It sounds like a performance enhancing drug PLE.
0: Yeah, I, re- I remember someone saying, "Once they took the p- pyrotechnics away, it ruined it." I was like, "You you don't you no, no. Your opinion means nothing. Nothing. <laughs>
1: nada. Nada. You get nothing? Good day." <laughs> exactly. What about this other tag match we had uh Street Profits uh going up against RK Bro coming in with Migos? What you guys yes, think about uh, it Migos was being Migos,
0: there? It's odd that Migos came out with Riddle and Randy Right. Wharton. Right? instead of instead of instead of street profits i thought right.
2: msk was gonna come out when they were like when randy was like waving to the back i thought it was gonna be msk coming out to me well honest. they
0: teased earlier in the night they had migos kind of like talk to them and migos the very popular rap group uh say like eh, yeah we've loved this since we were kids and hey it'd be really fun and hey you know maybe mm. a little surprise coming up later tonight so i was like oh that's clever and and in terms of having celebrities on the show like that was a nice way to do it Gable Stevenson was at was at ringside, did not get physical with anyone, didn't tease anything with him. Um, but the, you know what? They didn't they got in the ring, they had their moment, it was fine, but that match was another banger. I yeah. think RKO and Riddle uh and, and Orton are incredible tag teams. Street Profits will get their shine again. It'll be fine. They'll win those belts again. Uh, love this match. It did what it was supposed to do. Uh, and it it, it showed that there is a lot more meat on the bone with Orton and Riddle than
2: I was expecting. I'm wondering if we still get them at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird on what's left for them though. But uh I wonder, I wonder with the inclusion of Migos, I wonder if they were supposed to do something with hit row originally when they uh, got signed to this day one thing. I kind of wonder if that was something that they were planned. But I liked what they did with Migos, uh, with RK Bro. I thought uh, their little promo backstage was pretty good as well. That was a good use of celebrity with WWE. Uh, the match was solid. Dude, that pop-up RKO R-RKO was a Beautiful. great thing. I hope they continue to do that in the future because that – uh, they they got something with that. That was really good. Uh, but your standard awesome tag match with these guys. Street Profits acted a little heelish there for a little while, but then they, they, they got a little respect at the end. So they were just playing, probably playing the heel, probably playing to the crowd since the crowd was more into RK Bro at the point there. Uh, but again, tremendous. But I mean, who's left for these guys, really? I mean... They've gone through almost everybody.
0: Got to create some new tag team matches for these guys. Got to create some new You're tag teams. I have to. I'd
1: love to. Yeah. K-
2: Ko and Rollins. How about that?
1: Yeah, Makes I think uh, I think uh, SRKO is definitely going to be a thing down the line. Uh, but this matchup, I thought this was a fun matchup. Uh, the only thing I got a nitpick about this whole segment: why didn't we get at least a, a, you know a two or three minute performance from the Migos? You've been playing their song throughout the whole paper throughout the whole ple. Mm-hmm um you're playing you're promoting them you know so give me i wanted to hear straightening a live performance of straightening i wanted to hear that
0: you wanted to hear it did the crowd want to hear it prop
1: they're from atl of course they True. want to hear Atlanta that Atlanta would have mm-hmm. ate it up of but course with, with,
2: you know it was a cool uh it was a cool cold cold open they did too with that uh uh with that to start the pay-per-view off too i really liked how they st- uh did the little narrative there
0: there we go. I uh, want to get this one on here. Brock will drop the belt for WrestleMania to beat Reigns. He protected tonight. Vinny gave him the belt to hush him up. No, Jennifer, I don't know if that's no, exactly true. No, don't Because Brock that. doesn't get hushed up. Brock can say whatever Brock wants.
2: Brock gets paid.
0: Yeah, so that's, that's how Brock uh, th- does what he wants here. I don't know if I agree with you on that, though. I uh, want to get some more comments here on screen from fans joining us. If you're with us for the first time, let us know what you thought of the show. Give us the uh-huh. 1 to 10 rating on this. Uh, if you haven't done so, go ahead and hit that like button. I know how many of you are watching, so go ahead and hit that like button. It's uh, Even if you don't want to comment, you can just hit that like button. And it really, really helps us out. Do it now. Now. Do it now. I know a lot of people join us uh, for the first time or only after big pay-per-views. We are live Monday through Friday with Top Story at 530 Central, 630 Eastern with some combination of the three of us covering all the biggest stories of the day. So that's every single day we stream to you. And then you can get that on demand on our podcast uh, feed as well uh, and our video feeds. Uh, Thank you for putting us in the top 100 Wrestling podcast on Apple. We've scored. That free, free, free. Thank you guys so much. And fresh interviews up with Drew McIntyre as well on our video channel. So our, plug, our, plug, uh, plug, plug, plug. our employee of the month, Drew McIntyre. Our employee of the month. Drew
1: McIntyre. <laughs> Who's going to be out with, uh, you know, with some cervical neck contusions for the next several weeks. Let's
0: talk about his cervical neck contusions. Uh, this was the second match of the show. And this was Drew McIntyre and the kind of lighthearted comedy match to beat up the goofballs who got to come out and cut their dad joke promo and Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin wearing their designer outfits. Right. And like, Moss like, is going to he's going to wrestle in suspenders in that ugly outfit. He's not going to wrestle terrible. in wrestling gear.
1: Whoever gave him the idea of wrestling with suspenders should be fired.
2: <laughs> Corbin looking like Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat with that hat. I think throw it and try I to to it. I dig it. I dig it. I
1: dig it, bro. let him use that hat as a, as a foreign object. I think he could get over with that. I
2: tell you what though, that like the the booking of these guys hasn't been the the greatest like with some of the the comedy segments and things like that, but I like the characters. I like the happy Corbin and the madcap Moss characters. I think just sometimes they're not they're not written well and I think they're written too corny at, at times, but I, I like the duo, man. I like them. Yeah,
1: there. I think for, as a from a, from a comedy point of view, I think it's that they are very entertaining. Um but I have to agree with you, you know, from a booking standpoint of what they're doing with them in ring, it uh, really doesn't come across the same. I love their segments of when they do happy time. I think that's hilarious. Uh when they do the backstage segments of the jokes, I think that's hilarious. But I think at some point down the line, we I don't know if they they're going to separate these guys. Right now, I mean, you know, this is Mad Cat Moss's first pay-per-view or you know, premiere live event. Uh, And uh, we'll we'll see what's down the line for Madcap. But, uh, you know, a lot of people were thinking that McIntyre was going to be the next guy for Roman Reigns. And it looks like now we're going to see McIntyre go up against baron Corbin or yeah. happy he, corbin
2: he may be given some time this might be a way to give him a little vacation maybe he's been working hard for the company uh so maybe this is a little vacation for him and then uh either at the the rumble he re- maybe he takes the month off and comes back at the rumble and eliminates both guys something like that possibly is probably what's gonna happen for drew
0: Hey, uh, Rataterra, retire! Stop posting UStream links to illegal streams of NBA games. <laughs> yeah
2: what What's the point of that? What is the point of that? No, thank
1: Let's you. Block uh, Let's block. Can you can we block
0: those comments? Yeah, we'll, we'll try. We'll try and block it. So yeah, uh, getting back into conversation here though. Uh, so they attack him backstage and lace his neck in a chair and smash it with a steel girder. It looked pretty brutal. They made me go ah like that, uh, but I know it was work. Uh, you you get more of McIntyre here. Uh, I don't know if that's exactly necessary. Uh, here we go. Two dollar super chat from Jose Ozzie Mendez, uh, Menderos. Excuse me, Ozzy. He wants to know the status (laughs) uh, ah, uh, for ah, diehard sports viewers. Rick Uchino, uh, who is also a sports contributor, still has Jose's tripod from when they traveled to cover.
2: Uh, still does he? You haven't gotten it
1: back yet. That's the update. I have not. I have not. There's and and, and I aired my grievances. That was our now Christmas story.
2: Our Christmas story, right? Let, there. It let it go. I let it go.
0: Joe Front Street not happening. Not happening with this uh, this whole thing here. Lesnar rinse and repeat. He's not feeling that here. Is it too many Brock championships at this point?
2: Uh, like I like. They were. I thought you know. Like I said, they were booking him well. I mean, if he beat Roman, people would have been happy. It's just the fact that he got slid into another match and won it. I think is what is now people are saying, oh, we're getting the same old thing here. But if he would have beat a Roman, people I think would have been happy. So I think it's just the fact of who he beat and mm-hmm. how he beat him. Brenda with a great question here. Paul Heyman was fired by Brock Lesnar. You know, the
0: entire buildup to Roman and Brock at crown jewel in Saudi Arabia was what, where is Paul Heyman going to go? He's with reigns, but Ro- Ro- Roman was uh, Brock was out of the picture for a long time. And he managed him for years and their previous fights between the two. He was on Brock's side. So where is he in the middle? Is he literally threw the title in between the two in the middle of them? Yeah. And it- he's still at Brock mentioning him. And cutting a promo and alluding to him and saying that he was in this match thanks to his advocate to continually get Heyman in trouble, or as Brenna says, is is she still going to be Brock's manager? Is is Brock going to be with
1: Heyman again? He said it today in the backstage segment. My advocate, he's still his advocate.
2: Yeah, and uh, you know we covered it on uh, top story here. uh, You know, yesterday when Kevin and I talked about, there was supposed to be a big Mm -hmm. WrestleMania angle coming out here, like either lesnar was good or Heyman was going to screw reigns or Heyman was going to screw lesnar to get back in the good graces of of uh, roman reigns so you know that would have been uh so that's a, the thing that's now kind of shelled for now is what what is Heyman going to do tonight you know
0: mm-hmm. uh, certainly interesting here moving up into the card what else do you guys want to cover here because there's plenty to talk about i would love to get into edge and miz
2: yeah it would be edge- uh we We got two matches we haven't talked about yet. so
0: Yeah, we will cover Liv Morgan in that odd ending to that match with her and Becky Lynch for the the Raw Women's Championship. Let's talk Edge and The Miz. I I thought the the build to this was fairly strong. They did some fun, goofy stuff, you know, doing a a not bloodbath that just covered him in goop uh, (laughs) at a a (laughs) wedding renewal ceremony as a go-home angle. You had uh, The Miz getting in the Edge's head, right? Uh, And this was a a match where the crowd got quiet. They came down from all those wild tag matches earlier in the night. Um, But I thought they built up the pace. And by the time they got really, really into it, you and the crowd Going with their bodies when they're in a figure four of him trying to like switch it and reverse the yeah. pressure, you could hear the crowd go whoa! whoa. <laughs> like, and you could hear the crowd with it. And I was like, I've never heard a crowd be like that with a hold here in a while. So they started out with the crowd, I didn't think lost because they were into the introductions uh, and Maurice there at ringside oh. and, and all these different things. And they cooled off, but they can't, they got him back, which I think is really, really impressive. Mm-hmm. I like this match. I don't think it's the best match we've seen from The Edge since he came back. Uh, but the fun addition of yes. Beth Phoenix coming out at the end yeah. to scare off Maurice, who is constantly trying Viking to interfere Beth. and hit Edge with his with her purse. Uh, ass It was a tease, dirty finish because sure. I thought I thought sure. Miz was going to get the pin.
1: I'm not sure if she if this is like a Viking version of 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 Beth, <laughs> or if this is like um, Biker you know, like Beth. Mad Mad Max Thunderdome Beth, you know. Yeah. Uh, either or, I'm okay with it. I have to agree with you. You know, this match really kind of slowed down the tempo from all the other matches. Plus, Miz, Miz's style is very slow. That's why he doesn't get injured. So he's not going to do all those crazy spots. But what I did notice that this was not Edge's strongest match out of all the matches that he's had since his return. This is definitely not one of his strongest. But this is all going to lead up to what we've been reporting for weeks. Of Beth Phoenix having this mixed tag match with Edge going up against Ms. Amaris at some point down the road, either Rumble or WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, I don't know if they do it at the Rumble because I wonder if maybe um, both women and both men enter the Rumble and uh, and and mix it up there, and then they kind of save this this mixed tag match either for WrestleMania or whatever we got coming. Uh, in between the Rumble and uh, – and May, I don't. I still don't think they've announced what's coming in between those two pay-per-views quite yet. So I don't know if they do it at the Rumble um, because you'd figure at least definitely both guys would want to be in that Rumble match to kind of go for the title. But, you know, it, it would definitely be a good uh, marquee match for that pay-per-view if they're not in the Rumble match itself. It would be a
0: marquee match for
2: television. And who's to I, say I, that I they th- can't –
0: I do think WWE going to do some big matches on TV before – we get to WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, this is the time of year to do something like
1: that.
2: And who's to say that they can't do both matches? Because you've had people wrestle exactly. early in the night and then come into the Rumble. So they could do both.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, here's a question for the both of you. Now that we've seen this new version of Beth Phoenix, after this whole story between Maurice and Miz is over, do we see Beth have a short singles run? Maybe they go can for do the title. it. Yeah, Again, I, I, I don't, I don't it. think it's the She's match. She's enough; she could still do it.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's the match fans want out of Edge at WrestleMania. Uh, I, I do think it's a match you could do at the Royal Rumble. That's fun, and as you mentioned, both of them could still be in the Rumble matches. All four of them could be in the Rumble matches mm-hmm. if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, but I do I, think you could do something big with Edge at WrestleMania. But you got to wrap this up before that. You have
2: to. Yeah. I'm going to switch gears one more time back to the uh, the main event here. I just saw a very interesting post on Twitter here. Sure. This is some of the reason why people are upset of why Biggie lost. Biggie lost to Roman in a Triple Threat in September. Lost to the Usos in October. Lost to Rollins and the Usos in November. Lost to Roman at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Lost to Owens by DQ in November. Lost to Lashley in December. Uh, so, he, all of those losses, it, it just it didn't see it it didn't feel like a good title run for big e and that they felt that he should have won this match to kind of solidify that title run and i think that's part of the point why people are uh, are upset at, at the end result here tonight
0: the the end result though is big e got, the title did more for him than he did for the title and i don't want to say that with uh, a disregard of him that isn't that isn't meant to diminish him at all he was brought up by winning the championship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With yeah rock you're absolutely the championship is brought up by him winning it. And that is not a reflection of Biggie at all. All right. This is now someone has to get the belt off Brock. Yeah, someone man. has to get the belt off Roman. All right. And that is not, this is not the last time Biggie will be WWE champion. It is oh, not. No, no. Uh, I do think fans try to make these things when they're fans and they're passionate about someone they try to then put on like their analytic hat without refusing to separate the two things oh it sucks if you're a Big E fan and he's your favorite and you want him to win but can you deny the situation they were in and why why more people are talking about this show then here's that's the fact though that is an undeniable fact more people are going to be talking about this show tonight and wanting to watch it or check it out on peacock this week because Brock won the championship. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. And then the, if the amount e won of this title. Man it would reviews, be cool. Yeah.
0: If Big E won this title, it would be cool, right? But they wouldn't be talking as loudly, and there wouldn't be as many people intrigued on what's gonna happen tomorrow night on Monday at Raw. We got a new WWE champion. Yeah, and I that's think just you're the, absolutely and right. And that's also the circumstances of Roman being off the show. You needed to do something on this show. Eventful, and they exactly. did. They made a new exactly. champion, and and I feel bad if you're a Big E fan. I feel bad for Big E. Yeah, he got he got he got the rough road here. They did not make him look like a, a strong champion. But I thought he cut promos that made himself look strong. He did things that made himself look strong by taking that championship and going and introducing major boxing fights and going and doing the voiceover and all these different things, waving the flag of WWE as live events and live sports came back. So in that regard. Big E was a great champion for WWE. And I don't think people should diminish that. I
1: hope I'm not aggravating. I know some people are gonna be like, who oh, dare you say, that I'm <laughs> say that I'm gonna... come on? There's no, this. but you, you're absolutely right when you make that point, Kevin. Just because when you you can't compare the two, Brock Lesnar's been with the company for over 20 years now. This guy is a decorated UFC champion, NCAA heavyweight champion. I mean, not to take away any of the big E's accomplishments, right? But you need a box office attraction pool in order to bring some eyes to the product. Yeah. Brock Lesnar is your guy. Brock Lesnar will, will put ass in seats. Brock Lesnar will sell your pay-per-views. That's I, why, you guys that's just, why you guys you're guys getting him as champion.
0: If everyone disagrees with me, that's that's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but that, but that doesn't mean like, I think he's less of a guy or I don't think he deserved it. No, he absolutely 100% deserved the championship. It was my favorite things that WWE did this year is have him win the championship and have him do it on television. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he did it on <clears> television just as WWE got back in front of live audiences. That was great. And that was really fun. And I really, really enjoyed it here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Stephen Chambers bringing this up. This is not the end of Biggie. He could win the Royal Rumble. Agreed. I would love that if he if he lost the title to Brock and he got pinned by Brock and he says, "Oh, I've had it. I had this, and I'm going to have it again." And you, you know, it's it's hey, the old Rocky phrase, right? It's not how hard you can hit; it's how hard you can get hit. Keep moving forward. All right, Biggie is a character who's so sports based. I think he can tell something from this. Don't write them off just yet.
2: I would I would be, I, I would probably figure this would be a match at the Royal Rumble, though. Uh though again, you've had people in title matches and then come back and be in the Rumble match itself. Um, I feel this match could be in the Rumble. I really hope they don't try to fast track Les Lesnar versus like Big E and Lashley all in one month. I hope they don't try to just rush all those things, uh all those matches through. Um, you know,
1: unfortunately, Jeremy, you know they might. Yeah. Because the Royal Rumble's four weeks away.
2: Yeah cuz they'll, they'll probably yeah they could probably do a big E on a raw and then rush it and then rush Lashley on a on a Royal Rumble and then mm-hmm. you got Lesnar and Roman at at at, at uh, WrestleMania
0: some of you guys chiming in with what you thought was the best match of the night. Some people saying New Day versus the Usos, other people saying this main event became a five way, which is certainly chaotic here. A uh, lot of different elements continue. If you guys are watching on demand as well, you're not with us live. Go ahead and jump in there. Simply use best match and then tell us what your pick was. Okay. And if you're watching on demand on Facebook or YouTube, I'll be jumping in those comments and talking to you guys as well after the show. So don't worry about that as well. You're still engaged, baby. Um, so a lot of people with different takes here. Let's get into an, uh, another eventful match where someone that the fans wanted to win didn't win. Uh, and people were invested in Liv Morgan challenging big-time Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. The crowd was on board. <coughs> Second-to-last match on the show. The only women's match on the show i know there's been a lot of conversation online in the past 72 hours about the role of women in wrestling and uh the equity that they are given uh this was though a very very big time match uh for lack of a better phrase they built this up correctly uh the match was absolutely fantastic and then this ending this ending, where I believe we were supposed to get Becky Lynch getting her feet on the rope, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a clear shot of it. We had a referee who was doing weird counts the whole match, right? Yes. So yes. a lot of people commenting about that. But no matter what, Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan had an incredible match. Even though Liv didn't win this match, she had the best singles match of her career. Yeah, I think this is better than the I match she had that. at WrestleMania in front of no fans with Natalya. I think this is better than the first match she had with Becky. Yeah. This is without a shadow of a doubt. Her shining performance, and she lost. Okay, it's I worth noting
1: she still lost, but this is the best match of her career so so far. So far, I think uh, I think that Liv Morgan, it, I think it clicked. This match really clicked for her. Like mm-hmm. she put on the best performance that I have seen in ever since she's made her main roster debut. Anything way better than what she did with back with the Riot Squad. Uh, definitely a career defining match. Just remember, just because you lost doesn't necessarily mean you, you lost for real because she probably got a lot of praise backstage. I thought the match itself between Becky and Enliv was good. I don't know what was up with that referee man that, that referee was doing some really weird slow counts I didn't, like I didn't notice in it. the middle I didn't notice it, it until I looked on my Twitter
0: like I have the, the whole thing oh. on my tweet deck right and I just saw people saying referee 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 and I, I uh, kept looking dude. over the screen away from I was like, really And then I saw it and I was like, what is going on like, I noticed on it when she that? did it like and she did like three times in a row and I'm like oh okay, was it was, a, it was an something odd funky cadence going on it was an yes. odd cadence to what she was doing um and i don't and i heard some people say oh well that played into the ending no it wasn't a storyline thing because um you didn't have commentary bringing it up yeah like if it was a storyline thing commentary would have said something about it we didn't hear commentary saying anything about
2: it so yeah i tell you what though man the the ending was really good though uh blocking the oblivion into the manhandle slam was great i thought uh i thought Liv morgan's uh sunset bomb off the ropes was a a tremendous move as well that was a phenomenal Beautiful. move. Yeah, that sunset, that sunset
0: <laughs> power bomb off the off the off the top
2: rope was incredible. I think Becky was supposed to cheat again and set up another match. Now she didn't cheat officially, so now that kind of screws live. I think they probably were going to do it again at the Rumble, and now that kind of screws things up because uh, she couldn't get to the ropes. I, I think that was supposed to be the planned finish. I say do it on television. And well, why now? TV. Time tomorrow night. Why now though? She won clean. So now Liv doesn't really deserve a chance. There's ways you can work around this. Yeah, I don't know. Not, not, there, there, not, not things, the way that it played out. There's things you can do. There's nah. things you can do. It's not
1: WWE, me. Jeremy. You know they're going to do it again. No, they're going to find somewhere. Yeah, you you wait. know, you gotta, you gonna know wait that to- Liv is going to have some type of triple threat match so she can earn another opportunity to Becky Lynch. It's going to happen again.
2: I I don't think it will now. I think it's going to be Money in the Bank. I think she's going to win Money in the Bank and uh and uh, I would I would put Li, I would stronger. put Liv Morgan as like a number 1 or number 2 person to win the Women's Rumble. I do? don't nah. I don't think she's going to win the Rumble. I think, I think they're going to cool her off until Money in the Bank and then restart her back up for the and actually win the title after uh in the summer. I think I think they're going to probably put her uh cooler off for a little while. Let
0: me just uh deal with this one quickly here. Uh, Jamie with a question here. And, Jamie, I'm not mad at you for asking this because you're not the only person asking this, okay? Uh, But I do want to preface, Jamie, that asking this question is going to aggravate people. Would WWE use COVID as an excuse not to let this match happen so they could separate Brock and Roman? 100% no. I don't think they would do that. I don't think they should do that. I don't think they would do that. I don't think they would spend months and months and months and months and months of marketing millions of dollars, television time on a network TV outlet, the most watched show in all of wrestling in the genre of wrestling on SmackDown to promote this match and have this happen day of just to separate them to continue to do that same build uh, to no I don't think they would do that and I understand where people get online and they hear someone say it so I'm gonna ask it and I get it it's it's a question to ask I heard some people say oh they're gonna do this as a storyline thing bro bro you should use COVID as a storyline bro you should use it as a storyline
2: bro bro. I saw that on Twitter. No, Tuesday. no, no, no. They they <laughs> they wanted this to be a big pay per view and wanted that to be the big main event. So that is yeah, exactly a, yeah. They,
0: they
1: had a lot of high hopes. I for this wonder if Biggie would have left this. T- uh,
0: let's let's ask this. Hypo. We're doing hypotheticals, right? Here's a real hypothetical. If Brock isn't in that WWE Championship match, the four way on the Raw side, right? If he isn't added to it, and we still get Reigns versus Lesnar, how does the Reigns Lesnar match end tonight?
1: Of we're talking the multiverse now. Well, like, I, I figured the other side,
2: I figured even with the addition of Brock, I thought Big E was going to win anyway. So even with so without Brock, I guarantee a biggie would have won. Uh, I like like we were talking about on top story yesterday, that WrestleMania angle. My gut feeling was that uh, that that Heyman was going to screw Lesnar. And that's gonna, and you know, you know that that story that had been broken for a while now that they're gonna set up several matches with Lesnar and Reigns along the way, ending at WrestleMania. I think he was gonna screw Lesnar, and Reigns was gonna win that match, and then it was gonna, you know, carry on to maybe the Rumble, and then end at WrestleMania or something like that because they said there were gonna be several matches between those guys. So I think that's probably what the original plan was gonna be if if Roman didn't get caught COVID.
0: Absolutely, it's certainly interesting here, and, and certainly creates some compelling things. I do think WWE dealt with the curveball of Roman not being mm-hmm. on this show, who's very, very over and very, very popular. I thought they dealt with it really well, mm-hmm. uh, and you, you made something special out of Brock still being there, and you made the show eventful. Uh, and it was a good show. I'll say this too: I thought Survivor Series was sort of uh, like it was a fun show but it didn't feel like a survivor series it didn't feel Mm -hmm. like like, super big this felt like a special show this felt like something bigger for wwe to do i don't i'm not saying i think it's bigger than the rumble or bigger than SummerSlam or wrestlemania i thought crown jewel was a really fun show i thought crown jewel was better than the survivor series and i thought this show was better than the survivor series crown jewel still kind of the best wwe you know pay-per-view last few months Uh, what do you give the show on the one to 10 scale? A lot of you guys gave it well over a seven. Many of you guys uh, watching gave it a nine. Uh, that's a majority of our people watching right now with this year that I can see. I give the show a solid seven out of 10. I thought this was a fun show, not the best show in the world. Some odd endings, some different things. And Roman just being off the show is something you just got to deal with, but you can't deny Brock Lesnar winning a show in this, in this type of Brock Lesnar. Uh, with the players that he was with it was really, really entertaining. Those tag team matches were great. A great show, a lot of highlights. Seek out the main event if you haven't seen it. Seek out Becky Lynch and live for that odd ending and these wonderful tag team matches. 7 out of 10 for WWE Day 1. What do you guys give it?
1: I personally give it an 8 out of 10. I think it was a, I thought it was a pretty entertaining show uh, for the fact that we had that referee that was just being very distracting – the slow match with the Miz and Edge and some of the awkward stuff that was going on there. Uh, but overall, man, it was an entertaining match. New Day and the Usos and the Bloodline absolutely killed it. That main event with Brock and having that title change, um, despite all the you know crazy situations that we've been dealing with in the last 48 hours and the entire week with the uncertainty of who was gonna show up and who had COVID and who doesn't have COVID. Um WWE did the best that they can. And it's show business. The show must go on. And they put on a a hell of a show. I thought they did a a really good job. Uh, So 8 out of 10.
2: Yeah, I would uh, give it about an 8 out of 10 as well. I think uh, there wasn't really any, any duds on here, even... I thought even Madcap Moss and Drew was a pretty solid match. I thought Madcap showed pretty well in that match uh, for the 10 minutes that they were given I saw some
0: people crapping on that one while it was happening, but I thought they turned it around. I thought they turned
2: that. uh, around. So, yeah, I think uh, there was one epic match on there with uh, New Day and Usos, and I thought coming in second might have been, I think, Liv and... and uh, Becky Lynch might have been my second favorite match. I don't know. The main event was really good, too, but it was kind of a, a pretty short for my taste as well. So uh, I would say that everything was pretty good and then one epic match in there. So I'll give it an eight.
0: A lot of people give it an eight out of ten. I didn't see I, I, There's majority of people really like the show. I only saw a few people not happy with it. So uh, majority of fans, very, very happy with this show. If you're watching On Demand or listening On Demand, I don't want people to join the podcast version of the show. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on Twitter at SKWrestling underscore. Make sure you put that underscore at the end. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev Kellum. I was active uh, on wrestling shows this week at AAW Unstoppable with one of the best intergender matches of all time. Maybe one of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen live with my own two eyes when Ruby Soho, of all elite wrestling took on impact wrestling's former world champion josh alexander one of the best matches i've ever seen if you're a fan of pure bell-to-bell action go get the show it's available now on fight.tv jose g you are busy where where can they see your work and things always that you use?
1: uh uh, you guys can catch me every single day here on sports keto wrestling on the top story and on the news roundup every single day um right now you can also catch me on my show my weekly show recons of wrestling on YouTube uh also available on Twitch and on Facebook right now we're on hiatus we will be coming back uh, the week of the real rumble so just keep an eye out for that and following on my social media at Jose T official with the underscores
0: Mm-hmm. jeremy bennett you're a busy boy uh we we had you uh at rap rap, rap rapidly doing uh here uh, i want to be can i play the video of it am i allowed to play the video <laughs> did can you
2: I, did I, you, I, you upload it
0: i didn't upload it i can download it if you want to while you're uh, while
1: you're
2: doing your plugs no that's all right well maybe maybe
0: we'll, we'll play it on I, top
1: story how about this we'll if you want if you guys are have a video hard. of jeremy rapping yes hmm? what
0: yes all, all right if you can
2: get it real quick uh while i don't like talk hang on here if i
0: if this if this plays, are you gonna screen share this uh, I'll let me download it and see if it works here.
2: Keep, do your plugs. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So I'll be here on the top story. Uh be on our top story uh, Monday through Friday with these guys up here. And uh, also uh, my podcast lost in the mid card. Uh, we've been on a hiatus for a couple of months, but we are going to make our return this week. Uh, talk about day one. We're going to talk about uh, uh, just everything that's kind of happened. Uh, maybe uh, majorly over the past couple of months as well. And also set the table for our yearly marquee awards uh, as we will uh, dole out the pro wrestling awards from wwe impact wrestling aew new japan all the fun stuff there and uh, so go ahead and search for "Lost in the midcard on the podcast go make sure you hit the new feed for that or also we got a video version of that which is on youtube as well just search for lost in the midcard
0: trying to find out where i downloaded this thing too uh all right let me yeah i'll just save it as that uh you gotta explain this to him explain this to the people explain explain what's going on to the people here
2: oh uh, last night my uh my i, I uh, some good friends of mine performed uh, at a at a venue here on new year's eve they're called ghetto blaster they are uh what, what is ghetto blaster uh they're a uh, 90s 2000s hip-hop band actual band uh guitar bass i gotta is the audio coming out on that yeah
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah uh, we, can, we can hear the, it. We can hear it. Okay, All I right. just want to make, make sure the audio plays out here. Can, yeah, can the, we take the
2: overlay off just so we we can. Gotcha. Yeah, it I I mean, uh, so they're uh, uh, guitar as you can see right there, guitar, bass, drums, keyboard. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're a full band. Uh, that they do '90s and '2000s hip hop. Uh, I've been friends with them for several years now, and almost every show I go to, I perform a song or two with them. Uh, so I did. Uh, I did one, oh, one.
1: what happened? What happened to Kevin? Did he? Did he just drop off? I don't know. So he's, uh, he's the one controlling.
2: <laughs> did he do a screen share?
1: There, uh, there he is. He's back on. I think he's back on. I have no idea what happened there.
0: <laughs> we gotta love stream, we gotta love StreamYard just being StreamYard, man. Uh, but yes, this is uh quite, quite the video. This made my night.
1: jeremy with the Oh, he's like hell yeah jeremy dude
2: that was
0: awesome man
1: that was, that was so awesome good. dude
2: <laughs> that was my new year's eve last night
0: that was so awesome it popped me hardy when i saw it too so uh, if you guys love jeremy rapping uh we need to see more of him uh people want to, you, you wanted to see you do ice ice baby all those different things there uh molly saying it was awesome thank you so much molly you watch a lot of our stuff i really really appreciate it thank you molly uh, that was really cute. See, people saying,
2: Go, Jeremy,
0: go, Jeremy, go. <laughs> we am gonna do Ninja Rap next. Day. Yeah, I might
2: actually have a, a maybe a more expanded role with that band this year, too. We'll see what happens.
0: Are all badass, dude. Yeah. Especially because you, you do a lot of karaoke, and I was yeah. at a karaoke thing last night, wearing my mask, being away from people yelling, and spitting, and no microphone as much as possible, right? And um, there's a lot of people not good at karaoke, and I know you pride yourself on your karaoke. But this is different. This is with a live band. You yeah.
1: have the rhythm perfectly.
2: I've, yeah, I've I mean, I've performed with many bands in the past, so but never in a rap band. So yeah.
1: <laughs> That's awesome, dude.
0: Pretty badass, man. Thank you guys so much. Uh, give it a like if you guys enjoyed the show. I know many of you are watching. If you like Jeremy uh, and his performance there, maybe we uh, we hit up a karaoke bar when we do a WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Or something like
1: yeah. Get, get, you,
0: get you yelling. We do that in Dallas, man. that will be a fun one, right? Uh, people saying that was great. I agree. Uh, thank you, guys. If you enjoyed this podcast and you enjoyed this stream from us, go ahead and hit the like button if you're watching on demand go ahead and hit the like button go ahead and subscribe to sports Key to wrestling we now march past 2400 no 24,000 plus Thousand. okay 25,000 all going right, 25 here. All right. 25. if you if you enjoyed day 1 hit that like button all right hit the button and remember when watching wrestling do the most important thing which is what Jeremy besides your rapping
2: <laughs> enjoy wrestling yeah yeah
0: yeah let Let me get out of here word to your mother hey you know this is cool we get to sleep in on a sunday now